0: When it came time to begin to write and record what would be my 21st album, Ruby Lane, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do next. It seemed that my last three albums for the last six, seven years had really taken me on some very exciting and different paths and I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep following one of those paths or go on a completely new direction. And I ended up deciding that I wanted to find a way to put all of them together on one album and bring together and unify all these things I've been working on and getting better and better at the last six, seven years. So here came this album. I knew that I wanted to create something where I brought all of those things together, the long form compositions that I had really uh, sunk my teeth into in The Grace of Summer Light uh, and Dreaming of Trains. And then I wanted to take the idea of solo guitar and expand on it and make it even more exciting and take it to a whole nother level. But then I also wanted to bring back in some of the smooth jazz, contemporary jazz, melodic elements and grooves that I had spent so much of my career working on and really getting pretty good at. So that was my challenge for Ruby Lane was how to bring all those things together The other thing I knew that was gonna happen was that for the first time in four years, I was gonna have mostly songs that used lots of instruments, not just solo guitar. There were gonna be a couple of solo guitar pieces, although even those were gonna be different, but really it was gonna be about bringing in all these instruments again. And that was very exciting to me because having taken a break of about four years from doing that, I had a lot of ideas and a lot of new directions that I wanted to try. The album begins with a song that I've known for over 40 years, but for some reason in the last year it kept coming back to me. It's a song called Can I Make It Last or Will It Just Be Over. It's the only instrumental song that Boz Skaggs ever wrote and recorded, at least that I know of. And man, it's a great one. It always filled me with so much emotion and I really wanted to play it and make it my own. There was a great pianist named Joachim Young who played all of the keyboards and piano parts on the original version of this song on Boss Skaggs' album. He was such a warm, brilliant, spiritual player. I really wanted to capture that on my version. So I played all of the piano parts and the keyboard parts as I did on the whole album, and I really went for that. I think I got pretty close to it. Now the second song on the album, Running Toward the Sun, was actually the very first thing that I wrote. I wanted to get back to one of these funky grooves that I love so much, but I wanted to invest it with a lot of the compositional skills that I've come up with the last five or six years, and I wanted to make it very organic. I wanted to use my acoustic guitar, of course, but also acoustic bass, acoustic percussion, and drums, and some very beautiful keyboard sounds. In 2012 I happened to see a biography of Ethel Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's widow, and I never realized that she raised nine children by herself after he was gone. And then that got me to thinking about another woman from that era, Coretta Scott King, Martin Luther King's wife, and how she raised four children by herself. And so I wanted to find a way to pay tribute to these single moms who did the hardest job known to man or woman, and that's raising children successfully. And so I came upon this next song, Kings and Queens. I had been playing a lot of solo guitar concerts in the year of 2012, and I wanted to find a way to expand solo guitar to be something even bigger than just one guitar playing all the parts. And I bought this pedal called the Boomerang pedal, which allowed me to stack things on top of themselves and to create in a spontaneous way, very much like an artist would take a blank canvas and just paint a painting right in front of the audience. That's what the boomerang pedal allowed me to do. And so I came up with this song, Kings and Queens. I played it a lot in concert, and then I recorded it for this album. song on the album, Westbound and Rolling, harkens back to some of the things I was doing on Dreaming of Trains and The Grace of Summer Light. I've always been interested in the long form composition and I've also been interested in the idea of something besides melody marking time and moving a composition forward. So on this one I played 11 different guitar parts. five or six very different sections and I tried to take the listener on a journey that's very exciting and definitely has a strong sense of direction but doesn't use one note of melody per se but instead uses many many different melodies to come together and create the sense of time passing and genuine excitement I loved the sound of violins and cellos and violas for a long time and I've listened to string quartets since I was a teenager, but I never ever tried to write for one. So I thought what would be interesting would be to take my guitars and my style and couple it with a string quartet. So I wrote this piece for string quartet, found a way to weave my guitars into it, and have it take you on a journey, and I came up with this one. It's called When the Spirit Speaks. For the next song, I decided to ask myself a musical question, to give myself a musical challenge. And that was, can I write a long-form piece which takes the listener on a journey, a journey much like one's life, but with only two instruments? In the past, I'd done this, and I thought I did it pretty successfully, but I used lots of instruments. So the question was can I do it with just two instruments and namely just the acoustic nylon string guitar and the acoustic piano? And the answer happily was yes. And so I came up with this piece called A Gentleman that I think conveys the wonderful sense of life and good spirit of a particular person that I was thinking of. Now, deciding to do a Stevie Wonder song is tricky under the best of circumstances, but when you decide that you're gonna do a Stevie Wonder song and you're gonna play solo guitar, you better really have it together. And so, when I decided I wanted to do a solo guitar version of Higher Ground, I said, well, the main thing is I've got to get the Stevie Wonder groove. And so, I spent a lot of time just perfecting the feel of playing his bass line, that funky clavinet part that he played, as well as of course playing the melody and all the chords. And uh, it was a challenge to physically get it together to be able to play it, but I really felt like it was worth it to capture the incredible spirit of this song and the incredible groove that is Stevie Wonder. Now the title track, Ruby Lane, was written as a 40th anniversary present to my wife. We celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary last December of 2013, and uh, although I also gave her a very beautiful pair of ruby earrings, I also wanted to write her a song. And uh, this was a a love song that I had in the making for about two or three years. It came together uh, around the middle of 2013 when I realized our 40th anniversary was approaching. And I just tried to get the most lyrical, beautiful sound, most melodic sound I could get out of my nylon string guitar. I used my 30-year-old Takamini acoustic on this. And it's done me well all these years. And I thought it sounded just perfect on this. Legenda por Sônia Ruberti Ruberti closing song, I wanted to hark back to my solo guitar album of 2012, The Test of Time. But play a song that I wrote, one of my standards, one of the things that a lot of people know of mine. And the song I picked was Fortunate Son. This is a song I wrote for my dad uh, back in 1992, and I recorded it on my third album, The Labor of Love. But I had always played it with a band, and I'd played it live for many years that way. Somehow, it was always meant to be played as a solo guitar piece. It just had this simplicity, almost Bach-like possibilities with the inner voices and the bass line. And so this just seemed like the perfect way to end Ruby Lane. So that's it, a preview of my 21st album, Ruby Lane. I hope you enjoyed sharing some of the music with me. My name is Ken Navarro. You can find Ruby Lane at all the usual places, Amazon, iTunes, retail stores around the country. And you can also go directly to my website at www.kennavarro.com and you can buy it directly from the website and I will happily sign it to you as well. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on Ruby Lane.